0: We are back for Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap in probably one of the wildest episodes of Checkers and Wreckers that we're going to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Martinsville definitely uh, uh, really uh, really stepped the bar up, I guess, as far as... I mean, how can you really describe it? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we, we go into this thinking, all right, we're going to set something. You might see some uh, something crazy out there, some people wrecking each other kind of stuff, but I did not expect... What we ended up having out there in Martinsville this last weekend.
0: I did not either. So I'm your host, Ryan Janke, my co-host, Corey Litton, and we are going to talk about Martinsville. October (laughs) the 30th, 2022, I dare say, the craziest Martinsville that we'll ever see the rest of our lives.
1: Yeah, this is is one of those, yeah, you're definitely going to... You're not gonna. You're not gonna see that. It, it, you might see something crazy eventually coming up here, but nothing, nothing quite like this before. Uh, like, like I was saying, the uh, like we were saying, the NASCAR Cup Series took to the Martinsville Speedway Sunday for the final elimination round before the championship race coming up in Phoenix. Joey Logano was uh, was locked into the championship four, so it basically seven drivers are fighting for the last three playoff spots. Uh, going into Martinsville, Ross Chastain found himself in second, only five points out of the lead going into the night. Uh, Chase Elliott was 13 points out in third. William Byron was in fourth, just 19 points ahead of the cut line. On the other side was Denny Hamlin, who was 24 points out of the lead and five points behind the cut line. Ryan Blaney was 37 points out of the lead and 18 points behind the cut line. Christopher Bell, who was uh, 52 points out of the lead and 33 behind the cut line, and Chase Briscoe, who was 63 points out and 43 behind the cut line uh denny hamlin he started the day off right by winning stage number one chase elliott finished in the second spot non-playoff drivers cole custer and kyle larson finished third and fourth then there's chase briscoe in sixth christopher bell uh finished in the uh, seventh i believe uh ryan blaney finished in eighth ross chastain finished in ninth non-playoff drivers daniel suarez and eric almirola uh they, they were 10th uh, and 11th uh but uh yeah, they all made basically made points on that one. Um, on the restart, contact between Briscoe and Brad Keselowski resulted in, in uh, Keselowski spinning and lightly bumping the wall, which changed his pit strategy throughout the rest of the race, too, because having to go in there and basically change tires again, he kind of was off-sequence from everybody else, and that played a factor later on into the race uh, for Brad, because he was up front. He stayed out mm-hmm. late uh, in the uh, last segment, and he stayed out, and Basically was up towards the front for a while. Had a shot at winning uh, briefly for a moment there too. Uh, Hamlin again kept up his good showing at his home track though with a stage 2 win. Elliott again finished in 2nd. Larson and Custer finished 3rd and 4th. Bell in 5th. Blaney finished in 6th. Joey Logano in 7th. Chastain in 8th. Suarez in ninth. And Bubba Wallace rounded out the top 10. That set up the most talked about finish in a long time. Uh, Christopher Abel, he ascended to the uh, top spot, needing to win to get into the playoffs just as Denny Hamlin started to fade backwards in the field. With 34 laps remaining, Landon Castle hit the turns three and four wall, bringing out the caution flag once again. Several drivers elected not to pit, one of them again being uh, Keselowski, uh, which put many of the playoff contenders at a track position disadvantage in the later moments of that 500-lap race. Hamlin and Chastain were battling hard on that restart, bumping each other out of the way many times with Hamlin momentarily winning that battle. And we got some audio here, don't we?
0: We do. (laughs) We've got
1: some crazy
0: audio. This is the call of the last five laps at Martinsville from NASCAR.com. Now just
2: five laps to go from Martinsville. Here comes the contact. There's the push. He gets to the inside. Up on the curve. For the lead, Bell to the inside. Oh, and more contact behind him. The six gets shoved up the racetrack by Larson. And nice, Bell smooth, is in front. Three. Ross Chastain trying to get by the nine. Again, that points battle to determine who is the final championship four driver. Now Bell pulling away with those fresher tires. Need the nine right here, right? Keslowski way up the racetrack. Briscoe on the outside three wide. His championship hopes starting to falter. As Briscoe falls back through the field though, that's another spot for Denny, potentially. You see Denny right there. They're tied again. The tiebreaker goes to Chastain. Coming up on two to go. Denny knocks the 24 up the racetrack doesn't have anybody in front of him to go past. He's too far away from everybody.
0: Is he? <laughs> we'll find Less out. Less than two laps.
2: Christopher Bell trying to do it again. He's already won his way to the next round. From Charlotte, one lap to go. Christopher Bell. If he wins, the one and the 11 fighting for every point right now. Denny Hamlin, two-point favorite to get in as the championship four. Bell out of turn four. He's gonna do it. He's won his way into the championship. Let's go get a championship. And the final point, right at the line, the one of Chastain past Hamlin.
0: Uh, that was uh, that was awesome. <laughs> it was the wildest thing I have ever seen in my life, and, and we we can dig into some. Uh, I read an article about uh, about G forces. We can go into that. I'll I'll let you wrap up uh, your your thing here, and then we can go into that a little <laughs> more.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> like I said, as Chastain found himself two positions out of the championship four in the final lap, he put his car against the wall, put his foot to the floor and used up uh used the wall to uh, turn the car in the process passing five cars including Denny Hamlin to make it into the championship four which um again, that was one of those like you heard Dale Jr say doing a video game move. It was and crazy. Like <laughs> when he was, then uh, you yeah, Chastain said uh, in Victory Lane, or well, not Victory Lane, he literally won. He really won the race. Once you think about it, I mean, nobody was really cheering for Christopher Bell when he got out of his car. They're cheering for Ross Chastain, right? You saw in the many of the clips, you saw the hands in the air going crazy. Everybody in the stands going nuts. Um, what a finish out there! Uh, and I'm still, you know, several days later, laughing at this. Uh, yeah, he said in in, uh, in the post race uh, interview that he learned that basically learned it by playing uh nascar chase for the cup 2005 on gamecube yeah and i'm like i know i've done something like that on like dirt to daytona a couple <laughs> times just rode the wall and said screw it and <laughs>
0: I, I i've got that if we want to play it his post-race interview Should sure we let her buck all right Oh, you gotta unmute it Hi norris just leaned in here and asked you when you thought of that move you said you thought about it before today how did you ever dream up a scenario where something like that would be what you needed to do and that it would work oh played a lot of nascar 2005
1: on the gamecube with chad growing up and uh you could get away with it and i never knew if it would actually work and i've I mean, I've done, I did that when I was eight years
0: old, and um, I grabbed fifth gear. I asked off a two um, on the last lap if, if we needed it, and we did. I couldn't tell who was leading, and uh, I just made the choice. I grabbed fifth gear down the back and full committed. Um, once I got against the wall, I basically let go of the wheel and just hoped I didn't catch the, the turn four access gate or something crazy, but I was willing to do it. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> He didn't uh, didn't get the access gate. I mean, he did hit, I believe, three quarters of the wall all the way around the racetrack because he obviously, left his mark. obviously, the steering was gone after uh, <laughs> after he uh, made it across the finish line and just basically stayed on the wall <laughs> throughout <laughs> most of turns uh, one and two. After that, also, so he hit at least a good three quarters of the the racetrack wall in one lap.
0: Yeah, just so crazy, unreal. <laughs>
1: And, you know I've been hearing a lot of blowback from some people that are not happy with it and uh lighten up Francis yeah. I mean come yeah. on it was funny it was um it, it was inventive I mean it, it's the most unique thing we've seen for you know a pass in a long time oh
0: I, un- and nobody got hurt nobody got hurt nobody got hurt um uh, you know he mentioned he could have gotten hurt but you know I have heard that as well uh Kyle Larson sort of ripped him in his Post game, uh, uh, post race interview <laughs> saying uh, it was a bad look. Was it really?
1: You, you know, uh, I seem to remember him pounding the wall pretty pretty hard <laughs> out at Eldora in the truck series out there the one time. So uh, he can calm down too. Well, that's, I mean, if, if that's a bad look, then I, I we
0: probably shouldn't ever see anybody uh, purposefully bump somebody out of the way to get a, a, yeah. lead, a lead ever again.
1: Yeah, that uh, that's a lot more damaging, especially you know in this last weekend. I mean, we had an incident in the the uh, Xfinity series where that did happen. Ty Gibbs pushed his own teammate out of the way, wrecked him completely, took him out of the playoffs mm-hmm. for the win. Even though Ty Gibbs was already in the in there, he could have just, all right, it's my teammate. I should right. be a good teammate and let him win. Uh, but instead, we're talking about this, which is way better. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I love some of the reaction. A lot of my Facebook friends out there talking about the moments where they've hit the wall and stuff and <laughs> for the win. Uh, Brandon Davis had a really good one. I remember him in a race out of Deer Creek, and that was a highlight reel race, too, where he was pounding the wall pretty hard, basically doing the same exact thing. And I believe he won that race. That was, that was a big thing for quite a while. Uh, my friend Stephen Whitaker out of uh, Texas, he said... Uh, I would like to uh comment on doing something like that but I've never hit a wall. <laughs> yeah, right, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, good one, Stevie. Well, one. we we have some reactions
0: from uh in in car audio from the drivers who were on the track as well. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll we'll play that right now again, nascar.com.
1: Ralph on the fence outside of you outside outside outside. Holy cow. I guess it does work. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> and that was Joey Logano. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> he probably oh had the best god. one. Coming to the checkered flag, I can't believe what I just saw. <laughs> That's literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that was straight video
2: game. That was incredible. Watch one rip in the outside wall of the fence. Holy shit. Unbelievable. Wow! I'm pretty sure he got in with that.
0: That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen to one
2: <laughs> What's the one
0: doing? He was trying to play, hold it wide open and go. He did it. That is insane. Did he pass people doing that? Yeah, he got in the final four doing that. Holy check checker, gap of one. Cover your bottom up off. What
2: in the
1: hell? Warren, <laughs> good job. You put it on the
2: fence and went wide open there. I don't know if he beat the, yeah, he did. He beat the freaking, beat the eleven. What's the one outside over here. Outside, 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 outside we just lost on that. Well, I've never seen anything like it, but Bell wins, he's in, and the one Hail Mary fence in three and four and uh, got it. Wow. Did all I could do first. Needs Two
0: spots here. Needs two spots. Him?
2: Yeah, I gotta get him. Need two. Full Hold s- my beer. <laughs> full send. Keep coming. Keep coming. Hang on, man. Check your flag. Nice and easy. Keep it up against the fence there.
1: I don't think he had an option right there. You (laughs) made the transfer. You made the transfer, man.
2: That was f***ing ridiculous, dude.
1: You can hear his crew cheering in the background
2: there. Holy cow. Oh, my God. I don't know how long you've been sitting on that move, but that was f***ing incredible. That was badass. Good job, guys.
1: What? I can tell you how long he's been sitting there. He revealed it in the interview, since 2005, (laughs) at least. That's so
0: crazy. It's just unbelievable. I, I mentioned earlier, I read an article that said that based on the weight of the car, his weight, and the speed he was going, that... At at a certain point during that lap, he hit five G's <laughs> on the way around the corner.
1: Well, and he set a new track record, which has never been done during the race before at Martinsville, yeah. because you got—I mean, usually for many years there was forty-three different cars on that racetrack at the same time. Yeah, you're you're only a handful of laps away from lap traffic at any given moment, <laughs> and yeah, he he set a new track record. Uh, I believe he cut like nine tenths of it off. <laughs> yeah,
0: so now to put this in perspective his uh so it's a 500 lap race correct on lap 499 his time was 20.758 seconds okay on lap 499 20. And, and point, he was
1: by himself too at that point he had he had at least 100 feet between him and the car in front of him
0: right so lap 499 20.758 seconds lap 500 18.845 seconds <laughs> And it gets it gets better than that. It gets better than that. So he completed the first half of the lap, uh, uh, or he completed the yeah he completed the uh, uh, first half of the lap at ten point three seven nine seconds, which would be a, a along the the lines of his lap four ninety nine, right. which means the last half he completed in eight point four six six seconds. Which means if you turn an entire lap like that, that's a what a seventeen second <laughs> lap.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> if that. Uh, and you know, once you think about it, that's a quarter mile that you roughly did that in. Yeah. So if you if let's put it in perspective for here, Buffalo River Speedway is roughly a quarter mile racetrack. Yeah. It, a quarter well, one lap around there in eight seconds. Uh, <laughs> that's just incredible.
0: It's unbelievable. It, so he entered, they're, they're assuming now that he entered the turn at 122 miles per hour. Entered the turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> usually, usually I've done that on video games trying to wreck somebody, oh, and, uh, let alone trying to put it up against the wall like that. And and he sustained that speed for most of that corner, too. Yeah. That was the, that's the incredible part.
0: Yeah. There's a fan cam, uh, 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 a fan took video of that last lap from way up high in the stands. It looked like it was in fast forward like it, it was did, yeah. like, like it was time and a half or two times <laughs> speed
1: well, and with the way that the suspensions are in these new cars too, like so obviously he broke like what they call a tow link in the back right when he hit the wall. Mm-hmm. So his tire, left front tire, was actually lifting up off the ground. Which um, there used to be a page for a while that had had on Facebook that had a lot of fun with it called Leave the Left Run at Home Motorsports, which is about dirt cars that are set up where they lift the left run off the the ground and they're supposed to be faster and stuff sure. like that. And, yeah, uh, allegedly according to the page, and. um this car actually did prove that if you you don't need the left front tire to win You yeah. to go fast because <laughs> he went real fast with uh, without the left front tire touching the ground. It's
0: un just absolutely unreal.
1: But it was bouncing and stuff too. It, oh, the, way, yeah. the way the car was bouncing like you said it looked exactly like it was in, in fast forward.
0: Yeah, it did. It did. So, uh man, I I don't even know where you're at in your uh, summary <laughs> of the race here. Do you know where you're at? <laughs>
1: I do, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I luckily kept <laughs> included in this one, or figured out where I was at. Um, the playoff eight finishers finished like this: Christopher Bell obviously was your winner. Ryan Blaney finished in third. Ross Chastain finished in fourth. Denny Hamlin in sixth. Uh, Joey or in fifth, excuse me, in sixth. Joey Logano seventh. William Byron ninth. Chase Briscoe and tenth. Chase Elliott. So I mean, your top eight all still finished in the top ten. Yeah, so not bad. Not a bad round for that. That made it real interesting at the end, Uh, especially with the one guy. Um, (laughs) For the points, Joey Logano is going to move on now. uh, They reset the top four in points, so that means um, they're all at 5,000 points or whatever going into this. They're all tied, but they're ranked in uh, order from one to four. Joey Logano is the uh, top seed, I guess, in this one. Then it's Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, and Chase Elliott. That's who made it into the championship four. And uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm now that Blaney got eliminated and Ross Chastain <laughs> did that move. I'm now a Ross Chastain guy for the rest of this one. <laughs> uh, and I got you know nothing against anybody in uh, the top four other than Logano. Um, <laughs> never really been a fan. Although he did have probably one of the better reactions uh, he, in he that did. video. Uh, he, he was laughing pretty hard at that. He was about yeah, as hard as everybody else. And I got to give him credit for mm-hmm. you know respecting that one, uh, <laughs> respecting that move. It was really good. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm pulling for Chastain to win, win this one here, and who isn't after all of the attention that he's been getting NASCAR for this this whole this whole move? He made the number one on the top ten list in in Sports Center. Did he? I, th- that they, I missed. So
0: uh, you know, I um, it's it's a not only was it a cool move, but it's just a great story. Watermelon farmer probably shouldn't be driving. Third generation watermelon yeah. farmer,
1: if I'm correct.
0: Some I can't remember what, but, you know, so he shouldn't, a total underdog story. Yes. And, and he did what he had to do to get into that race. I'm curious to know, to curious to find out next week, uh, how many people watch that Phoenix race after all the buzz that this has gotten this week?
1: Well, like I said, I mean uh it's very rare when something happens in NASCAR and makes it onto Sports Center the next morning without it being something um, you know, incredibly bad yeah. usually. Like uh like uh, the incidents with Bubba Wallace. Right. Like that. that's that made Sports Center. Yep. Um they didn't talk at all about who won that race. No, <laughs> they only talked about the move that Ross Chastain made, and it made their top plays. Yeah, and now any video it, that has anything from this on YouTube is exploded. Yeah, uh, I, I've been kind of keeping track of like the ratings and stuff, uh, as well as like the YouTube hits in like in, in a week or so. And NASCAR is averaging right around fifteen thousand views or so uh, a week on on their stuff. This is putting two more digits at least <laughs> in that view count because they're in the one hundred uh, uh, they're in the hundred thousand views range. I know the original one was at one point three million views when we, wa- when we walked into the studio today. Yeah, and it'll still keep going higher. Yeah, and. and uh like I said, usually something really terrible has to happen for them to push these numbers. Instead, something really awesome happened on the yeah. racetrack. Yeah, that was, it was that's really cool. what's
0: pushing numbers for once. Really, really cool. So I'm excited to see next week, Phoenix. What what the numbers are, and uh, and, and that's where I go back to Kyle Larson
1: saying it's a, a bad look for NASCAR. I don't know why. Is he really the guy to say that? Um, <laughs> I mean, let's let's be perfectly honest here. Is he really the guy to uh, to be Talking about giving NASCAR a bad look, um, yeah. I mean he did kind of sit out a whole year for something that he did. Yeah, exactly. So I, you know, he just calm down. It's you're getting attention for a good reason. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: So yeah, that's uh, that's NASCAR. That's what happened. That's what's coming up. And uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> what what else can you say? <laughs>
1: yeah, what else can you really say about that? I mean, uh, but there is there was some breaking news before uh, we came in here today. Uh, according to Jayski's uh, silly season site uh jimmy johnson he is looking to buy an owner, ownership stake in uh, uh in petty gms racing oh wow so the 48 jimmy johnson that's two uh two seven time nascar champions pairing together to become uh, owners in the in the nascar cup series wow that's that is big news and so. you know he's been taught well Um, Yeah, if he he didn't know enough about the business side of racing uh, before uh, he got into it, uh, he's he only raced with Hendrick for all seven of those championships. Right. Yeah, exactly. uh, Which it's a good thing, uh, you know, getting some getting some money into some of the some of the teams other than like your top guys for a while that have been around there, the Hendricks and stuff, the Gibbs it's it's good to see people investing into the other teams in NASCAR because that can only bring the talent level and the ability level up of a lot of these drivers. Yep. Um this year alone, I mean, we saw 19 different winners so far. Yeah. Um which is incredible. And or 18, excuse me. And uh to see have a chance of seeing more winners or mm-hmm. is, you know, especially bringing the 43 back to yeah. prominence would be
0: incredible. That, that would be pretty neat.
1: Yeah. I mean, how many generations removed are we from this one? Because A I know lot. he was towards the end of his career when I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. So it, it, yep. it's cool to see that you know there's somebody willing to uh, and uh, you know somebody who has experience, and has knowledge, and and ability to uh, make this this team better. Yeah, uh, it, it, that, that's pretty cool to see.
0: Yes, it is really cool. So man, after all that, we still had. Uh, some World of Outlaws uh, or have some World of Outlaws news
1: coming up, right? They've got one more race left? So right. We've got uh, one more weekend going up here. Uh, they started last night, actually. They raced uh, Wednesday, November 2nd, the World Finals night number one of the dirt track at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, um, which they run... The dirt car series, which are those uh, the eastern, the center seater modifieds. Okay, they're they're a part of this along with the World of Outlaw late models and World of Outlaw sprint cars. Uh, Carson Macedo, he had one slip through his fingers last night as he was running out of gas towards the end of the uh, race. They had a lot of caution laps out there, which uh, really didn't play into their favor. And that it's a big three mile, four mile size track, and they had to do forty laps to begin with. And a lot of caution laps kind of made it tough for Carson Macedo. As uh, Logan Schuhart made a pass, just two laps to go as Macedo was running out of gas to take the uh, win. Top two in points, Brad Sweet and David Gravel were only separated by 18 points coming into the night. They were neck and neck in the late stages as the race slowed with four laps to go for Donnie Schatz, who slowed with a flat, tire, a flat right rear tire. Um, yeah, I've, while watching that race, I can just tell you visibility was a factor as well as... Uh, as tire wear, um, along with uh, along with gas uh, issues as well, too, fuel issues. So uh, hopefully that changes a little bit here through the next couple of nights. They were dealing with some weather, so I'm guessing they tried to get it in as quickly as possible. Track yeah. was it was smooth, and it was pretty racy, so I'm not going to complain too much. <laughs> uh, Gravel lost two spots at the end of the race as Shuhart took the checkers. Uh, Macedo held on for second. Brad Sweet finished in the third spot. David Gravel finished in sixth which added more to that point lead that Brad Sweet had. Uh, shots finished in the 26th spot as they couldn't get the car back out onto the racetrack. Uh, Brad Sweet still is your point leader. Like I said before, David Gravel, 22 points back. Donny Shot sitting in fifth, dropped back to fifth uh, with 256 points. He's six points behind uh, the 17 of Sheldon Hodenshield. And uh, what's next for the Outlaws is Friday, November 4th, and Saturday, November 5th will be the uh, last two races of the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. The world finals at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway. All right. Well,
0: there we go. That was a wild, uh, <laughs> a wild, wild weekend here. Uh, and uh, I have it on good authority that there may or may not be a YouTube video coming out with the two of us <laughs> uh, on this whole uh, Ross Chastain wild finish reaction stuff. So keep your eye out for that. Will uh, do. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wait, I'm going to be in it. You're, yeah, you're going gonna to have I'll, to. I'll see it as it happens. Yeah, you, you, you'll, you'll be saying, ah, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, where are we at with uh, Checkers and records Friday morning? You got one tomorrow morning yet?
1: Yes, still have one tomorrow morning, and uh, we're also going to be on the 11th, I believe. Uh, Friday the 11th. That's so right. uh, we're going to do our, our championship wrap-up for the NASCAR and World of Outlaws series, uh, which means... Uh, we're gonna be coming up pretty soon with the Checkers and Wreckers Championship of the World. All right, as well as also some of the other gimmicks and stuff that I've been trying to think up here as uh, as the season winds down. Sounds really good to me. So, all right, well, so don't uh, don't miss out on that. Uh,
0: if you're listening to this as it comes out, which is uh, Thursday, November the third, Corey will be on with the KFGO Morning Crew tomorrow morning, and then next week, November the eleventh. You said the eleventh.
1: Yeah, what day is that? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah. the
0: 11th. It's uh, 640-790-104.7, KFGO with the KFGO Morning Crew. So for Corey Litton, I'm Ryan Janke. Thanks for joining us for Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. We'll see you next time.